shit, I don't... Wake me up inside! Wake me up inside! Save me from the dark! There you go. That's your intro. Hey, cats and kittens. It's the A to Z film podcast. I'm... I'm Karina. And this week, we're looking at the letter D. D is for Daredevil. Because we couldn't watch Doctor No. Yeah, it was supposed to be for Doctor No, but the copy I had didn't work. So we went on Netflix and put in D and Daredevil came up. We picked one that didn't look hair-tearingly awful. Look, it didn't look like a made-for-the-sci-fi-channel movie about dragons. Which I still would have watched. But it would have been just as bad. Oh, it would have been worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Daredevil. So, as you can tell from that Evanescence intro, this song movie came out 2003. Also, the show shits all over it like no one's business. Oh, boy, this is a movie from 2003. It's so bad. Uh, oh, okay, no, the three most 2003 things about it. Number one, it came out a year after Spider-Man, and it is very clearly uh, a studio going, Spider-Man made lots of money. What's some other jumping around superhero guy we own the rights to? B, Evanescence is popular. Let's just put them in this movie. Three. AB3? Underworld is popular, I guess. Um, I don't know, is it? I never looked that up. Oh, I, oh god, surely Underworld came out. No, it did, it came out when I was in high school. Underworld was out by then, so 80% of the movie is filmed through a blue filter. Really is? My god, I thought I thought that Netflix version of Daredevil lacked color. And then you saw this movie? Yeah, on reflection, it had a lot of color. It was very dark and monochromatic, but it had, you know, scenes that were all yellow, scenes that were all green. Daredevil is all blue, all blue, all blue. Daytime scene, all blue. Uh, anyway, what's next on your notes? Alright, okay. D- 2003 Daredevil, starring Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is Daredevil. Jennifer Gardner as Elektra. Michael Clark Duncan is the Kingpin. Who's actually not that bad. Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell. It sounds vaguely right. I always mix up Colin Farrell and That's Colin That's foggy, yeah? No, no, that was Bullseye. Bullseye? Oh. I didn't bother to look up Foggy's who played Foggy because that guy that guy sucks. Uh, that character sucks. I don't know if it was that guy's fault. I don't know, but like it's... he certainly had no charisma. Yeah. Foggy as the character in that movie was awful. Nothing about this movie. Uh... Also, Karen literally had two lines. Oh yeah, I think that Karen one was in it. She wasn't named, but there was a blonde secretary and a woman named Karen in the credits. So I guess the Karen Page character was there. All right, so well, we start off our credits, which were. Neat. All the names come up as they Braille first. They were artistic, first. but they take too long. Did not take as long as Netflix. Daredevil. Takes True. goddamn forever. True. I mean, it's no wire, but that's long opening credits. After the credits, uh, we've got one of those awkward shots where they've recreated a panel from a comic. Mm-hmm. I get why people do that, but it doesn't quite... Translate. Images in comics that are very iconic are very... Usually still... It, they just look weird when people do them. It's Daredevil dra- draped on a cross, and in the sh- movie, context of the movie, it's, why is he on that cross? Why did he climb up there? Why is he posing there for, like, 20 solid seconds? Shrug. Eh. The movie starts with, I don't know, Daredevil got shot, I guess. And then we flash back to the rest of the film. Yeah. 
um, Matt Daredevil, Matt Murdock, is a child whose dad is a boxer. He's Jack the Devil Murdock. Yup. Which is an objectively worse name than battling Jack Murdock. Yup. Uh, also, this version of Daredevil's father is an objectively worse actor than Netflix Daredevil. Yup. It's just not very good. Nah. Dad's a boxer. Works yeah, for the mob. It's not very good. Oh, yeah. He, uh, one day, Matt Murdock sees his dad. I don't know. I guess he's shaking just racketeering. Down yeah, shaking down dude for money. And he's all like, oh, no, dad, you're working for the mob. So he runs away with his skateboard. Skateboard. Because he's carrying a skateboard around with him. Fucking skateboard. Because it's 2000s. What's cool in skateboards? He nearly gets run over by a forklift. Uh, the forklift spins around the tongs, forks. Oh, forks, because it's a forklift. <laughs> the forks of the forklift cut open a barrel of toxic chemicals. It spills on his face. He gets blinded. We get some really weird shit with his retinas. Oh, yeah. You know that scene in the 2002 Spider-Man movie where you see, like, the spider bite changing all his DNA? It's like that. You just see this weird burning effect going down, I guess, retina nerves. Then, Didn't uh, know what else it would be. Then Matt wakes up in a hospital. He's blind, but all his other senses are enhanced. He's completely overwhelmed by how much he can hear. He can hear the dripping of... I think it was the, the IV dripping. drip. Yeah, the IV yeah. drip. Every car outside, every pigeon. He's completely overwhelmed and freaking out. Then, in the space of about 30 seconds, he seems to master this newfound hearing he has. Yep. It's completely fine. Like, it, it took 30 seconds. Yep. Uh, I know now from Netflix and in the comics, he's Matt Murdock had a mentor who taught him how to do those things. In the movie, he doesn't. Not. I guess, fair enough, you know. If you want to keep this movie going fast. They do get through his origin pretty quick, at least. I suppose. But uh, now that he has mastered his hearing senses, here's the thing. He was completely freaked out about his dad working for the mob. Mm-hmm. We didn't really get a scene of his dad that who, who that did, oh no, his dad did stop working for the mob. Yeah, because they were like, uh, you never stopped working for us. I can't do New York. Yeah, these gang- they're New York gangsters. So I bet- Hey, Jack, what you think you're doing? Now? Hey, I'm walking in. Yeah, pretty much. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you gotta take a dive in the 50. Hey, what's the matter with you? <laughs> you're kind of just going Italian now. Oh, they're mobsters. What do you want from me? Whatever. <laughs> Matt and his dad, they're gonna, I don't know, recommit and do better than ever. Jack's gonna practice to be a better boxer. Matt teaches himself to be a master martial artist, I guess. Yup. He doesn't, he doesn't do the Netflix Daredevil thing and has a master who teaches him. He doesn't, you know, Batman and get taught by someone. He just teaches himself how to fight. And skateboard down poles. No. Slide down poles. He doesn't have oh, a skateboard. Whatever. He just jumps on the pole and grinds down it on his shoes. He Tarzans that shit. He he starts using his cane to fence bullies. Yup. There's a very awful scene where he's using one of those the little punching bags. Not not the big ones that you like. Bam! The little ones where you use both hands and you get that kind of rapid punching thing. Don't remember what they're called. It's one of those. Yeah. And um, this child actor is. Very clearly swinging his fists in little circles in the air, while a CG'd bag is put in afterwards. CG isn't that great in this movie in general. Oh, there's so much CG and none of it's good. Not. Okay, then uh, Matt learns to become an expert martial artist, I guess. Then his uh, 
Then we get to the the, the big fight. Jack's big combat fight. He's gonna fight uh John Romita, which is a nod to comic artist. I wanna say John Romita Jr. who worked on Daredevil. Okay. Maybe John Romita Sr. did as well. Okay. I think John Romita he famously did a lot of stuff with Frank Miller, who kind of defined Daredevil. I I hope you like named references to comic creators, because there's gonna be a lot of them. Which is fair enough. Okay. Oh god, it's dad, terrible dad who is Mom from Sin City. Yep. Not the actor, I mean just like his face and his grittiness. Yep. Phantom Kane, John Romita. Do you have Keep to worry so- about the fact that uh, your computer screen just turned off? No, it's fine, it's still recording. Alright, night of the big fight. Jack wins. Yep, he's supposed to take a dive. The mafia's all like, you gotta take a dive, because he still works for us. Yeah. Yes, bums. Hey. Yeah. He doesn't take the dive because he doesn't want his kid to think he's a bum. Uh, then he gets murdered. He gets fucking, outside. like, choked to death or crushed to death or some shit, doesn't he? Yeah, something like that. And a single rose gets left on his corpse. Yep. Which I think the kid, like, crushes in his hand. Oh, the rose thing is so terrible. <sighs> it is. It is such an obvious setup for... Hey, this guy did the murder, because he also uses a single rose. It is a lot, I'm going to say it's a lot like, it is exactly like the Tim Burton Batman film, where the guy who kills Batman's parents for some reason says some ridiculous phrase, just so that later when the Joker says it, Batman can be all like, hey, he killed my parents. It's, ooh, yeah. Except we all know that the Joker didn't do it. Well, he did in the Tim Burton fra- film. Wait, did he? Yeah. Also, the phrase he uses to kill when he says when he kills people is, Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Oh, that's fucking ridiculous. I... Anyway, we're talking about Daredevil. Yeah, but the Rose thing is just as dumb. It really, it feels like we need something that can be... You realize later that he's the killer. For now, let's write down r- single Rose, and we'll think of something better later and change it. And they didn't. And we don't. It is a lot like when I went to uni and I would do assignments and I would write something and then in all caps I would write, add a reference here later, and then would forget to and hand in the assignment. <laughs> and then that would always come back circled with a question mark next to it. <laughs> Alright, so his dad gets killed in the alley. It's framed exactly like Batman's parents being killed. Yeah, it really is. It's It's so Batman. And then we cut to modern, grown-up Matt Murdock, who sleeps in a sensory deprivation chamber. He sleeps in a fucking coffin! I kind of like the idea that, I don't know, otherwise he can't get to sleep because his hearing's so sensitive. But oh my god, it's fucking bananas! It's a bananas. fucking coffin! The first shot! Because it immediately goes to that saturated, only dark blues. And you just see this box, and the top slides open, and he like... Coffin? Sits up vampire style, it's dripping just, water. It's, it's like, like, whoa, whoa, what the shit? I thought I was watching Daredevil. Man, I don't sleep in coffin now. <laughs> oh, deprivation chamber. Okay, it's still pretty weird. Uh, he gets up, turns on his radio, which immediately starts playing. I don't know, some shitty early two thousands music. It's really bad. Look, it's gonna. It fits right there with the same with, with Evanescence. It's very loud and it's very clearly available on the soundtrack, available in all CD stores. Yeah. Possibly cassette stores. Oh no. I don't remember. Oh, no. Uh he cuts the court, he makes some terrible speech. 
there's some guy, Mr. Quesada. Guy gets a guy gets away with it basically, and he ends it with. Do you even remember what it was? Rape, I think. Yeah, I feel like it was rape. But then, like at the end of it, Murdoch is like something like, "I hope justice catches up with you." Or some shit. That sounds like something stupid he would have said. Yeah, and it's like, oh, well, you're just gonna go beat the shit out of him later. Which he doesn't do! He does something a lot worse. Well, we'll get to that. First, I have a note that says, Matt equals terrible. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what the context is for that. Could be Ben Affleck's acting. Could be the writing. That's all you need to know is that he's awful, though. Uh, there's a suiting up sequence. It's pretty terrible. And there's a lot of him using weapons he never uses. He's twirling all these nunchucks. He doesn't use nunchucks in the movie. Not once. Alright, so he goes to check, track down Mr. Quisada. Carpic rider. Probably worked on Daredevil. He goes to track him down, tracks him down to, I don't know, some shitty bar. He tracks him down mostly by... Nickelback plays. Yeah, Nickelback's playing in the bar. Nickelback. From memory, his... Nickelback. Let that sink in. Fucking... Nickelback. That is the quality of this movie soundtrack. My fucking god. I mean, look, I know we can look back on the Spider-Man soundtrack and be like, ooh, that's very early 2000. But at least it didn't have Evanescence and Nickelback in it. <laughs> uh, his method for tracking Quisada is mostly jumping around and doing flips off roofs. Yeah. Well, obviously very CGI. Yeah. yeah it, it looks shocking. There's a fight. It's a fight. Pool table's light on fire. Oh, no, first, he just goes in there and sits there on in the corner of the roof. Like, there's a shot of him perched like a gargoyle, and I thought he was outside, but then Quisada turns around, and Dad, I was just sitting in the corner of this bar like a gargoyle. It's a little weird. It's weird. A giant bar fight breaks out. It's not a very good fight. Look, I know it was 12 years ago, but this was a, this was a film. How does the Netflix, the made-for-internet Daredevil have better fight scenes than this budget motion picture. It was made in 2003. I, I literally only remember two things about this fight scene. That thing with the fan? Yes, one is that. Okay, in the movie he's using his, I think they call it a billy club in the comics. It's his, it's his cane, but he can pull it apart so it's like a nunchuck, but instead of a short length of chain, it's a giant length of cord. Kind of throws it up, wraps it around the fan blades, gets pulled up into the fan while spinning around and kicking dudes in the face and somehow he sets the bar the pool table on fire only the pool tables and then walks across it yup could have walked around it not not what kind of movie you think you're fucking watching uh Quisada makes a run for it yup Daredevil tracks him down yup uh oh I have a note I noticed this Daredevil has uh buckles on the side of his boots those are uh, buckle strap ups by boots because this is underworld apparently yup Oh, he also has the letters DD embroidered on his chest. For some reason? I know that's a comic book thing, but it looks dumb in the movie. Did he do that? Oh, no, wait, wait, come on, we're getting up to a good part. Get through it, get through this, get through this. Okay, so they go to an underground uh, subway station. They have All of... subway stations are underground. <laughs> Whatever. They go to a subway station, they fight. Uh, Daredevil knocks the guy on the tracks. There's a train coming, and Daredevil's all like, Light at the end of the tunnel. That's not heaven. That's the sea train! And then he just lets the guy get run over by a train. Yup. Daredevil, lawyer by day, lawyer by day, just like knock that guy on the train tracks and then let him, let him get the fuck run over by a train. 
good heroing. Look, he absolutely murdered that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, say what you want about the concept of Daredevil as, like, you know, a lawyer who goes out and beats people up. At least he doesn't murder them, normally. Normally. <laughs> yeah, Ben Affleck, Daredevil, he's just gonna straight up kill a guy. Yep. Uh, then we cut to later. The police are investigating. Reporter Ben Urick shows up. He's white. Okay, I, ch- I checked this. Ben Urich, comic Ben Urich is white. Yeah, but I like him as a black guy better. I had confused the black Ben Urich with the other black, with the black guy who worked at the Daily Planet. I didn't realize there was more than one reporter who worked at the Daily Bugle. I meant to say the Daily Bugle. I didn't realize they had two reporters. I thought there was just Jonah, Peter Parker, and that one black guy that's always hanging around in Jonah's office. I think he's the assistant editor or something. I don't know. I'm just, I just like the, I like the idea of Eric being a black guy because you know underrepresentation. So. I like the idea of Netflix Ben Eric, who's a cool, worn down by the system, but still really passionate about his job. Does the digging to get the hard hitting stories. He's old. He's, he's lived, practically a detective. He's lived. He's seen a lot. Uh, I don't really like the idea of movie Ben Eric. Who is a bald guy wearing a Samuel L. Jackson beret. He's a fucking yuppie. He's got a beret and a single earring in. And he's always wearing, like, brown. Yeah. It's uh, not he the shows 70s. Up. He shows up. It's 2003. He's an asshole. I, I, he's noticed something. It's spoken. Takes a cigarette out. Flicks it away. Hits the ground. Lights up the giant Daredevil logo that, I guess, Daredevil poured with petrol there. Yep. Daredevil, who was blind, yeah, took the time, took the time, after murdering someone, yep. he stayed at the crime scene. I Actually, no, he probably left the crime scene to get some fuel, some petrol, bring it back, pour it around to perfectly make two big Ds with, like, serifs, perfectly legible Ds, and then I guess was just hoping someone would come by and casually throw something flammable at the ground? Sure seems like it. Also, I guess he was hoping nobody would be standing on that at the time. Sure seems like it. Sure could have set a lot of cops on fire. Yep. Oh, Daredevil, what are you doing with your time? Nothing good, apparently. Daredevil goes home. Goes I, back into the coffin. He goes He goes to his apartment, I guess for his secret entrance, which is a thick, solid steel door with three combination safe locks on it. He's blind. Well, he spins them and listens to them. Oh. That's, you can listen to locks in the old days. That's why they use stethoscopes. What's important is when he goes through that door, he goes into a passage to his apartment that is filled with creepy statues. Oh, yeah. He owns so many creepy statues that I, I guess he's decided to keep in the hallway. I know that he's Catholic, he's Catholic right? Yeah. Like, I know that he's Catholic, but, like, holy fucking shit, dude. Nobody short of, like, the fucking Pope has that many goddamn statues of, like, angels and shit in their house. Nobody has statues of angels. And these aren't little statuettes. These aren't little, like, statues. They're, like, fully, like, carved marble, like, set into, like, the walls and shit. How did he buy those? Internet? How did he afford them? That's a good question. It, it, they set up later. He only takes, like, pro bono cases. They don't make money as lawyers. No. The mystery of the giant creepy statues he keeps all in his hallway. Oh, goes into his apartment, checks his answering machine. There's a message from a woman called Heather. 
who's breaking up with him, I guess, because, I don't know, he's always sneaking out at night to go fight crime. Yeah. And look, I know that this is a phone call, but Jesus fucking Christ, this woman phoned in that line delivery. Get it, get it, get it, it's a pun. Yeah, awful line delivery. One one take, like she was reading those lines for the first time. Probably. Hugo Weaving to that shit, except she's not good. Yeah. Goes into the bathroom, I guess gets a bottle of painkillers, just pours himself a handful, just starts chewing them. <laughs> like, Idiots! Doesn't take him with water. Doesn't even dry swallow them. He is actually chewing them. Like they're nerds. Nerds are great. Then, I don't know, I, he, I'm sure he's probably sad and brood. He gets back in his coffin. No, no, he's back in his coffin. No, he goes to church to talk to an Irish Catholic priest. Who's a prick. He's like, we, you're not looking for forgiveness. You're looking for permission. We can't do that for you, daredevil. <laughs> yeah, he's very Irish Catholic priest. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, then there's a daytime scene, so we get our first shot of color in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's having lunch with Foggy, I guess. Uh, Foggy has, he's no charisma. He's a dick. Yup. Like I said earlier, they only seem to take cases where the client is innocent, the clients never seem to be able to pay them, or the clients pay them in sporting equipment or fish. Now, Netflix Daredevil, he was all like, come on, Matt, we gotta get some clients who can actually pay us money. But he said that in a way you could... He had the charisma to pull it off that you could tell he actually... Man, he wanted that money, but he knew they were doing the right thing, and he cared more about doing the right thing. Especially in Foggy, he just seems like a bastard who wants money. And, I mean, they can't pay the rent with 20 soccer balls. But still, he comes across as a dick. Also, at this point, he holds up a police sketch that's in the newspaper of Daredevil, of The Daredevil, which for some reason has wings. This is a gargoyle. Why does he have wings? See, police sketches of Batman that have wings make sense, because he's got a cape. The cape looks like wings. Daredevil doesn't have wings. <sighs> Ugh, it's a dumb scene. Uh, then Jennifer Gardner enters. Mm-hmm. She plays Electra. She sure looks Greek. Uh, Matt Murdock goes over to hit on her and schmooze. He's actually kind of likable in this scene. Yeah, up until he's super creepy. When he's not all Batman and out, and he's kind of just being a blind guy, picking up women, he's kind of charming. They have a little bit of flirting, then she leaves. Then he follows her. I think tracking her perfume or something, then they're talking, he wants to know her name. He grabs her wrist, which is fucking, that's creepy. That's assault. That's assault. That's a, jeez, that is, this is the hero. Yeah. This is the hero and the love relationship we're supposed to care about, and he's like grabbing her wrist when she's trying to walk away. Mm-hmm. They're in a park by this point, so I don't know. He grabbed her wrist, so she's going to fight him. Understandable. Yeah, no shit. They both stop and take their jackets off. Yup. Because, look, I know he's a creeper and he just tried to... What kind of movie do you think you're watching? He just... Well, he grabbed her. You know, that's not cool. But she sure is 100% prepared to go full out and beat the absolute shit out of him. Hey, to be fair, if some blind guy assaulted me, I'd beat the shit out of him with no reservation, too. Uh, would you strike a bunch of stupid poses first? Probably not. Make sure they strike a bunch of stupid poses first. They have a fight scene, which is goddamn ridiculous. They... It involves a teeter-totter. Yep. Which could be cool in a better movie. Jackie Chan, that would be an amazing fight scene. Yeah, because he could pull it off. Yeah, he knows how to do comedy action. Yeah. 
This movie does not know how to do comedy or action. Also, all of the actors are clearly doing their own stunts, because none of them look good. Except when the stunts are obviously CG. Yeah, yeah, there's that. Um, the one good thing about this fight is a bunch of all the kids in the park just, like, gather around and start chanting, Fight! 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 Which is awesome. I love that all these eight-year-olds are chanting fight while two adults beat the shit out of each other. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, God, I don't know. They have a fight, and the fight probably makes them like each other somehow. Mm. I don't remember. It was dumb. They probably do that thing where they fight and grab each other and fall on each other and almost make out or something. Yeah. Dumb. We cut to the Kingpin, Wilson Fisk, our villain for the movie. Who's awesome. He's fucking baller. My intro shot is just a slow pan up of him standing... Just hold this cane, smoking a giant cigar. Awesome. And this is Michael Clark Duncan. This is the guy from The Green Mile. This He's a big dude. He's awesome. He is huge. His voice is amazing. I don't even remember what he does. He's he's just standing around being a fucking badass. It's awesome. Very different to Netflix, Kingpin. But still good. That's very awesome. Oh, they actually call him the Kingpin, which I like. He's the Kingpin of crime. He, I don't know, he's talking to some guys, mob stuff. Oh no, the poli- some, I guess people are starting to figure out that there is a kingpin of crime who runs all the crime. So he's coming up with a plan to pin it on someone else, to take the heat off him. <laughs> pin. <laughs> we cut to Britain to introduce Bullseye, <laughs> our hired assassin, played by Colin Farrell. Now, you did not notice this apparently, but our introduction... Our introductory scene of Bullseye, the Irish assassin. They are playing Irish rap. Which, if you if you want if you think those lyrics include things like "Top of the morning to ya," I'm I'm not a leprechaun, but I'm still Irish. Yeah, you better be- wicka wicka wah. You better uh, believe you're right. It's quality uh, stuff. He's playing darts with some guy. He's getting like fifty bullseyes without even looking. The guy pays him. And he's all like, oh, you fucking Irish bat. That's, that's Irish accent. <laughs> oh, you remember when these cows were all fields? Oh, you fucking Irish bastard. Calls him an Irish bastard. Yeah, Bullseye gets upset. Pulls out a paperclip. Pulls it out straight. Then, like, uses his... Powers. Amazing, his... Powers. Bullseye's a master of throwing weapons. He throws his paperclip into the guy's throat. Then he throws another, like, five paperclips into the guy's throat. Then he falls down dead. Now... Pretty sure that would not kill you. You just hurt like the dick. It would fucking hurt, but it wouldn't kill you. They're very small holes. You could pull out those paper clips, put your hand over it to stop the bleeding. Probably. Wait for it to scab over. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever. He murders a dude in the pub. Uh-huh. Then leaves. Yep. Uh, also Bullseye. He's got a costume in the comics. Whatever. Who cares? The point is, in this movie, he has a black trench leather trench coat. Which of course, he does. Because it's underworld. Uh, I think he has a goatee. Yeah. And most importantly, a bald head with an actual bullseye carved onto his forehead. Yep. Not tattooed. Carved. Mm-hmm. Colin Farrell, he is the best part of this movie. Sure. Um. Next. Oh god, is, do they go to the plane scene straight away, or is that later? I don't want to. I don't want to completely miss the plane scene. I don't remember a plane. Okay, we're going to cover the plane scene now, because I don't seem to have notes about it. Aww. Later, we're going to see Bullseye on a plane. I guess there's some old woman next to him talking a lot. He doesn't like that, so he flicks peanuts off the back of his seat in front of him, so the peanuts ricochet, go in her mouth, and choke her to death. Yup. 
Full size delightful. <laughs> uh, Daredevil is we cut Daredevil. He's I don't know fighting criminals generically. He chases some guy, some crime guy, chases him to his house, beats the living shit out of him, and then he notices that the crime guy's kid is in the corner of the room freaking out. And Daredevil gets all like, "Oh, I'm not the bad guy. I'm not the bad guy." Yeah. And then he goes outside and he stands in the rain with his head down. Looking sad because, mm. I don't know, he scared a kid. Whatever. Because this guy who murdered someone is upset that some that a kid might think he's the bad guy. Mm. He murdered someone. Yeah. Ugh. He keeps doing that too. And there's another scene with Foggy who isn't likable. Oh god, apparently there's another scene with Jennifer Garner as Electra. She's not very good. Electra isn't very good. Nope. Electra had a different sensei every year, so she's a super great fighter. Her dad is rich, rich guy. Blah blah blah. Oh god, he invites her to the roof of some building because it was his favorite view of the city when he was a kid. And then she's about to leave, and he's all like, "No, wait, it's about to rain. When it rains, all the raindrops I can hear them, so I'll be able to see you in the." sound of the rain hitting. Oh, yeah, like, he, she just knows all this, these, like, creepy, like, blind powers that he has. It starts raining. You get the POV shot of how he sees her through the rain's flat drop effects. It's fucking terrible. It looks like a shot of Jennifer Garner that they put a Photoshop filter over. They probably did. Oof, it's rough. Oh, and then I guess he hears a police siren or something, and he's just like, I have to go. Offers no explanation. If you're on a first date with someone, and they just stop, look at you, and say, I have to go, and then go to leave, that's not a sign that the date is going well. No. But then, uh, I guess then he doesn't go to stop that crime. I guess instead he goes home and bones Jennifer Garner. Um, sure. I, eh. They go home, they bone. They their, wake, their whole romance is fucking ridiculous. They, they wake up, he wakes up the next day, and she's gone, and she's left an invitation to some fancy party for him to go to. Mm-hmm. See, she walked out on him. It's a twist to how it normally is. Sure. Another scene with Ben Urich, while he holds up a bottle of Heineken for the camera to see. Gotta get that product placement in. Yeah. They go to the Dead Evil. Matt Murdock goes to this fancy party. He brings Foggy Nelson as his plus one. Foggy Nelson continues to have no charisma. At one point, Wilson Fisk who I guess they know as some super rich business guy, shows up and Foggy says, Wilson Fisk is in the hizzy. Yeah. Because he's awful. Yes. Uh, Electra shows up at the party in, I guess, what's meant to be a Cellophane? sexy... Cellophane? I guess it's meant to be a sexy dress. It looks terrible. It looks very cheap. Looks like aluminum foil, actually. Yeah. Kind of beige aluminum foil. Mm. Ugh. There's a scene while Matt's off schmoozing with Electra where Foggy awkwardly hangs out on the stairs and, I don't know, he's groping the tit of some Griffin statue? Yup. Griffin, Harpy, I don't know, he's just standing there, got one hand on its tit while he nods at people as he walks by like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? I'm groping a tit here. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Okay. Um, something... The Kingpin said something to Elektra's dad. The plot is, Kingpin's gonna put all the being in charge of crime, he's gonna make it look like Elektra's dad was in charge of all the crimes, and he's gonna kill him, so everybody thinks that the Kingpin of crime is dead. Elektra's dad is like, oh no, 
The Kingpin's gonna kill me. Quick, Electra, we have to leave this party and New York right now. Yeah. Oh, because I guess when the Kingpin kills you, he kills your whole family. That's part of his deal. Oh, and they've oh, and they've set up at this point that the Kingpin Rose leaves a single red rose on his victims. It was him. He did the murder. He done murdered Matt's dad. Yep. So that's that mystery solved. Electra's dad and Electra getting some car. They're driving away. Bullseye shows up in the street riding a motorcycle the wrong way through traffic. Because he's crazy like that. He then stands on the motorcycle riding it like a horse. When you stand on a horse to ride a horse. Except he's on a motorcycle. He then pulls shurikens out of his belt and throws them into the car killing the driver of the car. It all crashes and shit. Daredevil shows up in costume. He starts running at Bullseye, and you're like, oh my god, is he gonna jump in the air? Fly kick Daredevil in the face off that motorbike? Yeah! And then it happens, and you're like, oh... That looked... That looked terrible. That looked like a PlayStation 1 cutscene. Anyway, Bullseye kills... No, they have a fight. Yeah, let's move past the fight. Bullseye throws shit at Daredevil. Daredevil dodges it with his good hearing senses. And Bullseye's are like, Hey, my, my, miss. That was not the right accent. <laughs> what the fuck did you just do? I don't know what that... I do not know what I just did. Do you want to try again? Oh, potatoes, potatoes. Oh, he made me miss! Oh, Bagora. <laughs> oh, potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, best scene. Uh, I can't remember why... Matt must ask, no, it must be when he kills him. He throws something, no, he, he gets Daredevil's cane thing and throws it at Elektra's dad and kills her, so it looks like Daredevil did the killing. I, I don't think he thinks that far, I think he just throws whatever he has. I think it's around here. It must be that. It's when he throws one of the things. He, or Matt asks him who he is. He stops, points at the bullseye carved on his head, and goes, Bullseye! Eh? Eh? I feel it's important to point out that, eh? Cause just, cause Bullseye's like, I'm Bullseye. Get it? Get it? Or how a Bullseye carved in me forehead. Get it? Eh? Eh? Waggling some eyebrows. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, apparently Electra, she now thinks that Daredevil killed her dad. She did not notice the fact that Daredevil and Bullseye were having a fight like 10 meters away from her. Apparently. Oh yeah, she was in a car crash. Maybe she's concussed. Hmm. Uh, Daredevil goes home and he's all like, oh, the woman I met yesterday who I love, I guess. She thinks I killed her dad. Grrr! He flips a table. Starts knocking all these nunchucks around because he's mad. Mm. Goes back in his coffin. I think, I think it must be at this scene. The music must start one second before the scene because I was like, oh, that's right. Evanescence was in this movie. And then it comes mm -hmm. to the scene, which is the funeral for for Electra's dad. They are playing Evanescence for the funeral scene, and it's not my immortal like you would think. Might think it's the other one. Bring me to life. Bring me to life, which you tell me is either about abortions or suicide. I don't remember. I don't remember. Don't quote me on that. Look, I used to like Evanescence. We were all in high school slash middle school at some point in our lives. We all thought Evanescence were Sixth cool. Sixth grade. Then I would have been grade 11. Look, whatever. I liked Evanescence when I was in grade 11, I guess. But uh, now it's like, oof. Oof. Here's a f oh, here's a fun game you can play uh, with a friend. The game is you both go on YouTube and see who can find the worst uh, fan shipping video 
that is set to My Immortal. Uh, I believe our friend Tim won that game by finding one for Anakin and Padme. Yeah, so Matt talks to Electra at the funeral. Uh, He tells her that revenge doesn't make the pain go away. I know. I'd like to point out that not only did Matt never get revenge for the death of his dad, at this point he doesn't even know who killed his dad. He didn't get revenge and that didn't make things better. He still hasn't had his revenge. He has no right to tell her that advice. Uh, then he takes his glasses off in slow motion, I guess. For some reason. <laughs> oh, we cut to an autopsy scene where they're doing an autopsy on Electra's dad. Kevin Smith's there. Because Kevin Smith wrote Daredevil for a while, so I guess Kevin Smith gets to be in this movie. He's playing a character called Kirby. A, how fucking dare they cast Jack Ker- fucking Kevin Smith as a character named after Jack the King Kirby. B, Kirby had nothing to do with Daredevil. He didn't draw or create Daredevil. They're just using the name Kirby for no goddamn reason. They talk about how cool Daredevil's walking murder stick is. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's a scene where Daredevil talks to the Kingpin. He murdered all the guards to get in. He's gonna go kill Daredevil because he made me miss. Also, I want a bloody costume. He, he doesn't get a costume. He's just gonna continue to wear his cool leather trench coat. At this point in the movie, I was thinking, okay, that Everestin scene was pretty rough. Playing Bring Me to Life. <laughs> but at least they didn't play My Immortal. They start playing My Immortal. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a scene while Jennifer Garner, uh, I guess she's meditating, then she starts gearing up to go get murders on murder revenge on Daredevil. Oh, now I see why Matt was all like, don't get revenge, it won't make you feel better, because the revenge is going to be on him. He wasn't offering sound life advice. He was just covering his own ass. I don't know. It could be both. Who Any- knows? Anyway, my immortal plays while Electra pulls out her size. Sandbags. Sandbags drop from the ceiling and she stabs them. Mm. I kind of like her stupid sandbags that drop from the ceiling in this giant empty hall room. It lo- actually, it looks exactly like the giant empty ballroom that Buffy trained in in the Buffy movie. Mm. Rich people got a lot of empty ballrooms. This is intercut with scenes of Daredevil gearing up. They're they're both gonna do this. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have the big fight. For some reason, they all show up. Bullseye's there. Bullseye's watching the fight. He uh twirls his cape out. He twirls his trench coat out like a cape. Makes a kind of vampire hissing noise and then jumps away. Because mm-hmm. Bullseye's a vampire now. Apparently. Uh, Daredevil's there. Electra shows up wearing a midriff because that's what you want to bring to the fight. Bring your midriff. She's brought two sides, which she fights with daggers. Now, I know that's not the movie's fault. That's Frank Miller's fault for creating Daredevil, for creating Elektra, giving her two sides. Sides are not daggers. Nope. They are for breaking swords, possibly blocking swords. They are They're not... meant for fighting swords. They're not for stabbing. Elektra and Daredevil have a fight for a bit. I guess she beats Daredevil, takes his mask off realizes that it's Matt, and then she's all like, oh, and he's like, I didn't kill your dad, Bullseye did. And she instantly believes him, I guess because they're boning, so he gets the benefit of the doubt. Apparently. Bullseye shows up. They're uh, not even boning, they boned once. Yes, they done boned. (laughs) Uh, Bullseye shows up, Electra throws a sigh at him, he catches it, and throws it back at her. She tries to catch it, and it just goes straight for her hand. Mm -hmm. I... 
Now, when Electra throws her sigh, he... Bullseye catches it by basically doing the Vulcan live long and prosper move. Putting his fingers apart. He catches it around the blade. She seems to try to catch the sigh by putting her palm directly into the point of it. Like an idiot. She gets stabbed in the hand. Like an idiot. And she fights Bullseye for a bit. Uh, his fighting style seems to mostly be twirling his trench coat around. Like he's some sort of flamenco stage dancer. Then a police helicopter shows up. Out of nowhere. The police are coming to get Daredevil. Oh, because they think he killed Elektra's dad. Um, then we cut back to the start of the film where he's been stabbed. Then he goes to the church. He's all like, oh, I'm bleeding. And the priest is all like, oh, no, you've been stabbed. Oh, look out, Matt, you've been stabbed. Uh, Elektra might have been killed in this scene. I didn't make a note of it. Probably because I don't care. Who does? I think Daredevil stabbed her. No. Bullseye stabbed her with a sigh. She's dead. Who cares? She was a shitty character. Uh, why isn't this movie done yet? Oh, uh, well, we're getting there. Bullseye shows up at the church. Uh, he picks up a collection plate and throws it at Daredevil. Daredevil stands there and just takes the hit. Gets hit in the face of a collection plate like an idiot. Bullseye, immediately after throwing that collection plate, immediately turns around, runs, and starts climbing a pipe, a giant pipe organ. That's just there. Because, you know, the thing he's good at is throwing things, so he immediately climbs a pipe organ so that he can get in a fist fight with Daredevil on a pipe organ and not throw things. Mm -hmm. Daredevil falls him up the pipe organ, they jump around, it's very bad CG. What it actually reminded me of is that scene in The Hobbit, The Battle of Five Armies, where Legolas' uh, video game platform jumps up that falling bridge. <laughs> Looked about that quality. They fight for a while, a swarm of bats flies out of the pipe organ, because people forgot they weren't making a Batman movie, I guess. Uh, at some point, I guess, they kick it through a window. Daredevil proceeds to catch... Every single no, bullseye catches every single piece of broken glass from his broken window, starts shuriking them, shurikening them at Daredevil. Daredevil does lots of backflips down a hallway, causing him to avoid all the shuriken glass. Somehow. Somehow, it seems to help that every piece of glass is going in the exact same spot. He doesn't get hit by any glass, which is fucking dumb. Bullseye must injure him somehow, because then he's all starts telling him who the kingpin is. And that's that's like, oh, the kingpin's Wilson Fisk. This whole who is the kingpin mystery, which I don't think Daredevil even knew if that was a mystery, gets resolved super quickly. And then uh, one of the SWAT team members who followed them to the church lines up shot, takes a shot at Daredevil. He ducks. It goes through Bullseye's hands. So Bullseye has fucking stigmata in his fucking church. Puts his hands out cross. It's... Oh, Christ, it's on the nose. It's terrible. Daredevil responds to this by throwing Bullseye out of a window two, three stories. He lands on a car. He then, after throwing Bullseye out of a window, doesn't quite turn to the camera, but he basically turns to the camera and says, Bullseye. Mm. Bullseye should be dead. He's dead for all Matt knows. Matt murdered two people. Mm -hmm. Then we cut to the kingpin. Somehow he knows that Bullseye failed and the Daredevil's coming for him. Don't quite know how. Orders all his guards to leave because he's from the Bronx. And that's how we settle things in the Bronx. Which is, I don't know, his origin? I assumed he would be from Hell's Kitchen like Matt. Murdoch. Like in Netflix. It made sense. They both cared about the, they were both from the same place. There was a, you know, resonance going on there. Not in this movie. He's just from the Bronx. Matt Murdock shows up to have a fight with the Kingpin. 
the kingpin does not fuck around beats the absolute living shit out of daredevil throwing him against walls doing bane style backbreakers over his knee very that's like the one brutal fight in this movie then for some reason the sprinklers come on so you know kingpin gets covered in all the, the water so daredevil can do his seeing in the rain thing so he can see him uh, and then the move Daredevil chooses to do is to kick Kingpin in both his knees, breaking both his kneecaps. It is very brutal. Like, it's quite horrific, and it comes out of nowhere. It's a lot of painful screaming. For some reason, the Kingpin responds to having both his kneecaps broken by falling onto his knees, which surely would make the situation worse, but he just kneels on his knees for a while, being like, Oh, my knees, my knees. Daredevil's gonna kill him, but then at the last second he dramatically decides not to kill him. Cause oh yeah, it's because I'm not the bad guy. Daredevil already killed one man in this movie. And as far as he knows, probably killed Bullseye. But now he's not gonna kill the guy who killed his dad. Even though he definitely killed at least one other man in cold blood earlier in this movie. Oh well. Fisk is gonna go to jail. Daredevil turns, winks at the camera, and says, Justice is served. He doesn't actually wink at the camera, but he may as well have. Basically. We then get a shot where Daredevil's standing on the roof above the alley where his dad gets was killed. He looks down and says, This is for you, Dad. And he drops a single rose into the alley. It's not a good scene. Now, Daredevil showed up and broke both the Kingpin's knees, and now he's going to go to jail, I guess, because now suddenly everyone knows the Kingpin, who the Kingpin is. How? Yeah, how? I, I guess, did Ben Uruk figure it out? Maybe. Also, there's no witnesses to any of this stuff. No. Right? No. No witnesses. The Kingpin is super rich and has an army of lawyers. Presumably he's going to walk. I think the implication is Bullseye is going to give testimony. I don't know why he would, though. He seems to be a crazy bastard. Why would he give testimony? Oh, yes, no, we know the name Murdoch because there's a scene where Ben Uric, who I guess at some point in the movie figured out Daredevil's identity, he's writing up a big newspaper story about who Daredevil is. So then he looks at it, he thinks, and then he deletes the story because he's going to protect Daredevil's secret. He deletes the story by holding down the delete key to slowly delete the story line by line. Why he wouldn't control a delete or just close the file and not save. I guess that wouldn't be dramatic enough. I guess. Yeah. Uh, there's a stupid scene where Daredevil, he sees this hanging on a fence, the necklace that Elektra had. Well, now it's got some braille on it. I guess the implication is that she's not dead, even though we saw her get stabbed through the chest with a sigh, and then she was just left on a rooftop to die. But <laughs> I guess she's fine. And then Daredevil gives some speech about how he's Always going to be watching from the darkness. Always in darkness. A guardian devil. Which, I guess he's a guardian devil, because it's like a guardian angel, but he's a devil. Guess what? That's not even the final line of the movie. Oh, yes, no. Okay, then the credits start. Uh, It's very angry. It's a very angry credit song. Very angry, very growly. Very early 2000s. Then we got our midway credit sequence, which is Bullseye in traction, like all his arms and legs and spines broken, in full body cast. There's a fly buzzing around. He reaches over and gets a sh- 
scalpel from the tray, search the tray next to him, or needle. So he throws it at the fly, pins it to a wall, and goes, Bullseye! And then that's the end of the movie. Yep. They chose to end that movie on a bullseye gag. Mm-hmm. The end! Thank God it's over. Next week is E. Next time is E. No, no, no. No, we're not done. No, why aren't we done? (laughs) My God, it's like six o'clock. How are you this tired? This movie bored me that much. We watched it two nights ago. And I'm tired again. Also, we watched this movie two nights ago. That's why we don't remember so much about about it. (laughs) What was the highlight of the film, Karina? Probably those flaming letters. (laughs) That's about it. Those <laughs> stupid fucking flaming letters. Because they're ridiculous. Because they're so fucking absurd. You know, it, it, it kind of reminds me of that scene in The Dark Knight Rises where Batman apparently took the time to climb like a bridge and put a giant flaming bat logo on the bridge. Yeah. But at least he wasn't blind while he did it. Yeah. Look, I don't want to be ableist, but come on! Did he use his sound hearing to tell where the fuel was going? That perfectly do those letters yeah whatever my highlight was Michael Clark Duncan he's got sure. a cool voice yeah. he was a lot like uh, Ultron in Age of Ultron in that he had a cool voice and that made up for his lack of characterization yeah low light the entire origin story oh yeah the whole everything was dad was terrible but I'm gonna say the low light was Jennifer Garner yeah that's true you know they made an Electra spinoff movie god Oh, you know what Electra begins with? Are you fucking kidding me? I don't even know if it has Jennifer Garner in it. Oh, I want to stop talking about this movie. Okay, we're going to have to stop because you're falling asleep. And I'm pretty sure I can hear your stomach growling. It is. Probably go make dinner. Also, this was it was a shitty movie. I don't really know if there's much more to say. I definitely would not watch it again. Would you say this movie was worse than Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? Honestly, I would rather watch Abraham Lincoln Vamp- Vampire Hunter again than this one. Maybe just because I know there's a TV show that's so like infinitely superior if I want some Daredevil in real life. Yeah. Yeah, this movie does not hold up well now that it's a really good TV show. Yeah. Not that it held up well before. No. Anyway. Yeah, I should go make dinner. How do we end these things? Uh, next time will be the letter E. E for... Eh. I got no fucking idea. You'll find out. The only E do. movies I can think of are Evil Dead, and I like those movies, so yeah, I'm not going to do that. Those are good, yeah. I mean, that first Also, one, I've seen them before. That first one has that tree rape scene, hmm. but I mean... Look, there's a reason that scene didn't come back when they made the sequel slash remake. Yeah. Because for some reason the sec- the sequel is also a remake. Yeah. I don't know. Letter E. We'll figure it out. I'll look that shit up on Wikipedia. Whatever. Done. Out. Get out of my house. Bullseye. <laughs>